I remember having a conversation with maybe it was a shaman. I don't know. And they were talking about that there's this concept that the same air that we're breathing now is the <laughs> same air that has been breathed, 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 <laughs> breathed, breathed it, breathed <laughs> for centuries. And we're just basically, it's just being recycled. The exact same air? I don't believe that's true. We'll take it up with the shaman. Uh, sir, do you, are you a shaman? Just shut the fuck up then. <laughs> my title is shaman. That means whatever that comes out of my mouth is the truth. Fuck you. Be quiet. It, yeah. And there's a name to the concept, but I it totally went out of my brain probably shaman five minutes breath. after I walked away. It's the shaman forever, bruh. No. <laughs> it's the forever, bruh. I'll have to look it up one of these days. I've never smelled any dinosaur farts. So, <laughs> how do you know? Maybe, you know? oh, maybe that's just normal breath. It's exactly, air. smells like dinosaur. somebody's breath actually smells like dinosaur ass, and we've just been <laughs> accepting it and just being patient with them. Ridiculous. Maybe that's not halitosis. You've got dinosaur <laughs> ass. You got dinosaur <laughs> farts trapped <laughs> in your lungs. Release it. You are now listening to Decoding 40. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 200th episode of Decoding 40. The moment you've been waiting for all week. We're here this Friday. We're here next Friday. We're here every Friday for you 200 times. 200. Jesus Christ. It's, 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 it's unbelievable. 100 times. 200 times. I, uh, I have the great pleasure of being your host this week. This is Alaric. And I'm joined by my two amazing co-hosts, who have also come with me on this journey of 200 episodes. Yo, this is your boy. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. We're so excited. I want to go first this time. <laughs> um, yo, what's up, your boy, Vin in the building? 200 episodes. Jesus Christ. 200, baby. 200. This is your boy, L.O.V.E. Call me love this episode. Hey. So what's been going on in your lives, fellas? Uh, this episode has been brought to you by some wine. I went to my shop right spot and got me some wine. You know where I got the wine from. You know where it's from. You know where part of the world's from. It's that Portuguese crack, baby. I love it. Started driving again this week. I went hard this week, man, and was out in these streets. And it wasn't that bad. I kind of just put it in my in the back of my head. Hmm. I didn't get out the car. I was like, if you go into the airport, put your own bags in the trunk. <laughs> I got a broke foot. So I'm taking you. You wasn't going to tip me anyway. So exactly. That's how I started looking. Like, I'm not even looking to tip. I'm like, I'm giving you, I'm giving you exactly what you want. Right. A you want a ride to the fucking airport. Get in the car. I'm playing my music. Don't ask me to change no music up. I'll put the air on if you want the air on. And I usually have the air on. It's usually very cool in my car. So like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not keeping it hot. Fuck that. I'll just, I'll have to just pay for the gas, whatever. But no, nah, these motherfuckers so I, be out in the streets. So I guess they're not getting bottles of water and moist towelettes. Moist towelettes. Nigga, you, <laughs> oh my God. 
You know what I'm saying? They they can't get out of my car fast enough. And uh, but this this was an interesting week. I, it was the Beyonce was in town, fellas, at the MetLife, and okay. uh, a lot of concert goers. I, I I took a lot of concert goers to the to the uh, concert, and I picked up nice. a lot of concert goers. Should have made bank that night. Yeah, I made I made some very good money last night. I made some pretty good money last night. So yeah, man, I I uh, been out there driving, running into a lot of funny people, man, and there's nothing funnier than the uh, Beyonce fan. I picked up this one dude that said he went to the concert two nights in a row. Wow. Really? Picked him up. Dude was so happy to be Beyonce'd out and having a good time. Was he Beyonce'd out? Yeah. Dude was like, yo, he was a super fan. What was he wearing? Like a Beyonce type outfit? This nigga had on a glitter tank top. <laughs> wow. Yo, what's so crazy is I just saw a video with his wife who was training her husband, get, you know, they were rehearsing. Yeah. I guess he wasn't a super big uh, Beyonce fan, but she wanted to go with him. Okay. She got him to wear a glittery t-shirt. Nah, this dude had a glitter tank top on. <laughs> wow. And he got glitter all over the backseat of my car. I'm upset. Wow. I got to get like a fucking roller. And, and Did a you charge him a cleanup fee? Nah, because I didn't see it until after the, after the fact. You know what I'm saying? Because I really don't be looking back there. I just take a quick look just to make sure no one leaves any like items back there. Yeah. But, you know, dude had the glitter shirt, you know what I'm saying? And he probably put it on it. Either that or there was, I also had these two chicks that I picked up last night and they were glittered out too. They went to the Beyonce concert. So I, mean, I don't know. It everybody practically wore a sequence and glitter. Yeah. So, yeah. It was the glitter. It was glitter everywhere. They had glitter <laughs> on them. It was I, glitter crazy. Two nights in a row. Did, did, does that mean he took out a second mortgage or just maxed out his credit cards? Yo, dude talked about he had VIP seats. Whoa. And he was staying at the Renaissance Hotel because he's like, I had to stay at the Renaissance Hotel because Beyonce's tour is the Renaissance. So, you know, I had to make it. I got to make it live. The and Renaissance said, Hotel is not that. Well, well the dude, dude, dude was, listen. It's 179 for him. Dude Dude was feeling good, right? He said he had the VIP seat. He said sitting behind him was Oprah and Gail. Shit. Wow. Now, I don't know how much those tickets were. I looked at them over there. They were expensive. They're like two grand, right? Almost three. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know what the I don't know what uh my man did, but obviously he had extra money from something. Yeah, it was super fans out there. I'm sure that clip was everywhere. (laughs) It was bananas. Yeah, because I'm pulling up and he's on the phone with me because it was like it was a zoo down there to pick these people up. And uh, he's at the bus station and I'm picking dude up. He's like, I'm down here. I'm the one with the big glitter tank top. And sure enough, this nigga had the glitter sequence tank top on. He looked like a a fucking a shiny quarter. (laughs) (laughs) If you go to a concert, you pay three grand for a ticket and you sitting in front of Oprah. Yo, you might have got your money's worth. Yeah. yeah, you got good seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> good for exactly. you. Good for him. Fun fact: uh, we have a cousin by marriage who's one of the backup singers for Beyonce. Shit, where's our tickets? Yeah, exactly. What's our tickets at? Where's our tickets? Come, when are we going to J and B's house? Come on, like let's uh, let's do a pool party. What's the white party coming out? We can have a con- another fun Text fact. It up. Text her. Right <laughs> went, I don't know the niggas. Another fun fact, we went to the concert last night. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just joking, but the look on your face is priceless. 
<laughs> and I was like, I was like, I was sitting probably, next to Oprah and Gail. <laughs> hold up. I was like, this, you probably wanted the rides that denied to, to take back home. Because I know there was a lot of rides trying to go back to New York. I was like, hour 40 minutes to go to Manhattan. Hell no. No way. That's how much the traffic was in the Lincoln yeah, Tunnel. Yeah, it had to be crazy. Everybody the Lincoln in Tunnel was bananas. Is there. Listen, the Lincoln Tunnel was bananas because the Holland Tunnel closed down at 11. Mm. The concert let out at midnight and everybody went was rushing to the Lincoln Tunnel at that time of the night. Traffic was backed up all the way to the Meadowlands on Route 3. I had to go like up 17 all the way towards the George Washington Bridge just to get away from what was going on down there. I wound up picking up a ride going all the way up to Northwest New Jersey. And by the time I came back, it had died down. But yo, it was bananas over there. Mad traffic. It had you to know be. Saying? I had to get out of there. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I would have been road raging it up. And they was given like extra money to, t- to pick people up. But I was like, nope, I'm good. Turn the app off, and I kept driving as fast as I could. <laughs> I like, I don't, I, I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't want that smoke. I don't want to deal with the bullshit that come along with that. It's just, it's a yeah. lot. It's a lot. You got to get down there. You're stuck in bumper to bumper traffic. You're not moving, and you got to pick this person up, and then you got to get out of there. Nah, be fuck all of that. So, um, yeah, man, just been driving. The worst part is you can't pick up anybody to come back. Well, there's a way that you can, like, you can set. I can set the app to pickup rides going towards my address oh, okay so like if no like if i'm way out somewhere sometimes I'm, sometimes i'm like an hour away from where i live and it can be northwest south you know what i'm saying of where i'm at so to get back i'll just basically at you know there's like a um a part of the app that you can just kind of synchronize your address so it starts giving you rides going back towards that way and as oh, you no, go, no, i mean like if you brought them to new york you can't pick up in New York. Right? No, 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 no. I can't. I yeah. can't pick up in New York. That's why I don't like going to New York. It's like, it's not worth it. It really isn't. Like the other day I had a ride that was like 40 minutes uh, west of where, where we are. And I took them all the way into New York City, dropped them off. And uh, they gave me a really nice tip. They gave me like a $17 tip on top of the fare. So it was cool. And sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes you get motherfuckers. They don't want to give you no tip. But now I don't care about no tips. Get in the car. <laughs> Trunks pop. I see you got you got mad luggage there. You gonna be able to get that out when we get out? Cause I'm not getting out. I'm not doing luggage. I'm not doing none of that shit. This is no, wow. not getting no there's no water. There's no fucking gum. I don't got no tissue. I don't got shit. You might, oh, you damn. might be able to use my iPhone charger if you ask nicely. If you go, yo, can I use your charger? Yeah, I got you. You go ahead. You can use it for the ride. Fuck it. It's only for the ride. Most people don't ask for your charger. But you know, if they ask for one, yeah, you, you got an iPhone, I got you. I don't got no Android. Sorry. I don't like this, Vinny. It's what it is. But the day goes by quicker, and I don't really think about it too much anymore. I'm just... But how was your foot, by the way? It's healing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I should be getting this cast off in in about two weeks, hopefully. You know what I mean? I'm looking forward to it. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm tired of this shit. I want it off. And uh, been just hunting for jobs, just dropping resumes. You know, I'm dropping resumes like a fucking Jay-Z mixtape. Is I'm mm-hmm. dropping shit. I'm dropping my resume. I'm sending out so many resumes, so many job searches, and I'm hoping to get a job real soon, you know, and uh, start making some money and get off this road. And uh, that's pretty much for me. That's uh, that's my check-in. Merch drop! You are now listening to Decoding 40. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This has been from Decoding 40, letting you know about Decoding40pod.com. That's right, Decoding40pod.com. That's our new site that got all our merch on it, Decoding40pod.com. Decoding40pod.com. 
This episode is brought to you by Crip Camp. The Crips got a wonderful uh, summer program. (laughs) (laughs) Crip Camp? I I don't know if they're ready. I don't know know if the wife's like that. Crip walking. Crip walking. If your kid isn't crip walking in the first week, we'll give you your money back. As well as drive by. (laughs) Blunt rolling 101. (laughs) Crip Camp. (laughs) And and we close it up with cooking that rock. <laughs> What's going on with you, Leon? First off, the boy is back from South Korea in one piece, alive and well. Hello, Father Son. Yes. I don't want to eat any of this food. It's subpar. Yeah. So it, everybody's happy to have him back. Seems is he wearing a account. hoodie? He was wearing the hoodie. <laughs> when, uh, matter of fact, my wife was FaceTiming him when he was getting on the plane back to New York. Mm-hmm. And I just walked over. I said, let me see my favorite hoodie. That's in every picture. <laughs> so, of course, he had it on. And um, But he got back. We were a little late in picking him up. But thankfully, he's not as um, as angry as I would have been had someone been 45 minutes late in picking me oh, up from yeah. the airport. Oh. Yeah, because I would have been like, all right, don't even bother. I'm getting in the car. <laughs> but he wanted to go to one of his favorite spots. So we went to Dave's uh, Hot Chicken. He got some food. Then my wife had the great idea to go to, have you guys been to this pizza shop in Bed-Stuy called Cuts and Slices? I've heard of it. I haven't been there yet. No. It's over on Howard Street. It's an hour wait online to get the pizza. See, that's why I haven't been there yet. (laughs) What's special about this pizza? Their specialties are like um, oxtail, shrimp and uh, lobster, curry chicken, a few other. But that, I mean, it's it's not just regular slices. It's like all these exotic type pizzas. And I believe that the crust is made out of cocoa bread. So yeah, it puts Jamaican food on pizza. Well, they do other things, but uh, for the most part, yes. That's a fact. You, you've got, you've cracked the code, my friend. <laughs> so we were online for an hour um, and only like portions of the line had tree uh, uh, shade from the tree. So uh, for about 10 minutes at a time, you would bake and then you'd move <laughs> into some shade. Then you'd bake. It, it was an experience. I've never waited that long for any kind of food. Was it good? It was good. It was pretty, pretty. Yeah, after waiting an hour, you hungry, nigga. You eat a fucking raw wilderness. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't starving, but the food was good. It, the food. it was really tasty. What'd you get? We got the oxtail pizza. We got okay. the shrimp and lobster. We got the, wow. I want to say it was, matter of fact, I'm going to look it up. Every, but, every um, slice is like $25? No, it was like $10, $11 a slice. Okay. Nothing outrageous. I mean, yeah. outrageous for a slice of pizza, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. You get a whole fucking meal on a pizza. Yeah, so. Um, you want more gravy? You want more oxtail gravy on your slicer? The comedy is while we're waiting online, there's just characters. Genuine sitcom characters so there's one guy rolls up and um he's in a, one of the ranch rovers music is blasting he has it on a thousand you could feel breeze coming from the speakers in his car like it was just ridiculously loud and i'm already my old man shit though i'm like turn that down son like i i, I can't i can't deal with it he parks the car or he you know he stops the car just so an older gentleman who has to be in his 70s can't stand up straight, can stand online to get their pizza. This dude is early 30s. 
So he basically put his grandfather on the line for an hour to get the pizza. Wow. So and then he's just driving around like I'll be back. And I'm like, he paid a he, did he was that a bum that he paid? <laughs> I thought it was a bum, but the dude was relatively clean. But he literally had scoliosis and could not stand up straight. Scoliosis. So scoliosis. Thank you. I always find that when I listen Some, to the show. One of those oses. Yeah. No, but there's always one word that just trips me up. But yeah, so he couldn't stand up. So he's like trying to keep himself together online. Well, that's his job. That's his job. He's he's He's, if he's he's got scoliosis, he can't work anywhere else. He's he's the professional (laughs) line waiter. (laughs) He's the placeholder. He's the he's the placeholder. He gets paid to do that. Listen, I, I find because of my scoliosis, people let me skip the line. So, you know, that's why I'm able to make so much money doing this. Yes, yeah. lifestyle so rich and famous. It was a little disturbing though. Mm. So okay, there's a buffalo chicken, there's a spinach ricotta, there's a shrimp scampi, mm. there's a jerk shrimp, barbecue shrimp, shrimp fry diavolo, which is garlic no butter shrimp. crust topped with our spicy seasoned shrimp. No regular pizza. They do have regular slices, but I don't think anybody goes there for a regular slice. <laughs> like who's gonna wait an hour for a regular slice? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, you got a regular <laughs> slice? Yeah. <laughs> Let me get a cheese. Let me get a cheese. <laughs> Excuse me, what, sir? You want what? A cheese slice. You eat online an hour for a cheese slice. Yo. And actually, that just gives me a great segue. Have you heard of this SimSima challenge? SimSima challenge. No. No. Okay, so. SimSima. Who got the keys to my baby? Who can I make love to a okay. in a rush? Ask me the keys to the truck. Yes. Is that the challenge? That that is a challenge, and just to see who knows the words. So, <laughs> I'm to dead. my incredible surprise, I had no idea what the hell I've been saying for twenty years in the club. <laughs> <laughs> in a rush, pass me the keys to my Dutch. <laughs> right, I'm like on a crutch. <laughs> I, I always thought I always thought that there was, those were very suspicious lyrics. Because he's saying, how can I make, make love, to a, love fella to a fella in a rush? In a rush. Meaning, are you then saying you, should slow you can't roll? make love to a fella or you can't do it when you're in a rush? Or he can't rush. Or having, you're fucking a dude or something like that. I don't, yeah. I don't know what's going on. But he, he did clear that up in an article once. And what and did he say? supposed to be a comma. How can I make love to a fella? <laughs> I'm in a rush. <laughs> Ask me the keys to my truck. But it don't sound so good. No, Beanie Man, I don't he know about that one. So, pause. But then that led me to read further into the lyrics. It says, draw fee your axe, and like a cow, you pull your all up and chop it. Draw fee your pickaxe, and like a grunge, you all you do is dig it. It's like a riverside pond debanking, you take it. It's like bicycles, so you hold it and dash it. How you wash it is so you crash it. She tell you, say, you crab it. Yeah, she uh, beg your uh, ball, say, fee, stop it. Bad man, plug in on me, a move like electric. Do the electric slide. It's like a basketball. She take it, time out, it vomit. (laughs) What the fuck? Is up with Beanie Man. Uh, he's and then he says, throwing, you listen to my style, you, you listen to my lyrics. Ah, uh, Beanie Man, they are 
<laughs> Mia, drop it. Beanie man, you wildin'. You wildin'. He, he's throwing he's throwing down the dick. Yes. She needs to take a break. <laughs> but he's in them guts so much. Right. You gotta throw up. You gotta vomit. That's pretty that's actually very disgusting. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I'm like, as we've been in the club. What type of savagery savagery is that? <laughs> Your man is wild. What is going on right now? So that was my revelation for uh the day, uh, or for the week. Oh, the other thing I just want to give a quick quick shout out to last week. I finally got to sit on my terrace and drink and smoke some cigars that I'd been meaning to smoke for weeks, if not months. So shout out to my neighbor, Charles, who gave me a cigar for Father's Day. That was a great cigar. Shout out to my cousin, uh, Reggie, who gave me a couple of cigars while we were in North Carolina. Those are two great cigars. And I got to give you your props, Alaric. You put me onto that travel humidor and I put them in there and I was expecting them to be dried out. Right. And I was just going to, you know, bite the bullet. Not the case, my friend. Still had that nice moisture to it. And it just, it was in a pristine. Uh, Probably humidor. Yeah. yeah it, as long it, as you it was silica packs. Yeah. I didn't even have the silica packs. You know what I used? Distilled water. Ah. It was perfect. So perfect. thank you for to everyone who contributed into uh, making that a great night on my terrace. It was crazy because that was the first time I've been on my terrace all summer. But uh, very enjoyable. I still need to clean it and still need to get another sofa because I was sitting on it thinking, how did no one see this sofa fly off this terrace? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. So, Where is it? I think, is it I think the aliens took that shit. Clearly. And the aliens are obviously here, according to the U.S. government. But with that said, that's my check-in. This is Leon, and I am done speaking. You are now listening to Decoding 40. What's good, people? This is your boy, L.O.Dot. Dot. The man with more AKAs than the Black Campus. If you like this show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Decoding 40. Well, thank you, sir. My check-in is going to be pretty short and sweet. I'm back home. I came back from Western Pennsylvania on Saturday and had to jump back into daddy mode like almost immediately i had like 45 minutes of quiet and then i had to go pick up the kids from granny's house and as soon as i hit the door i gotta say that welcome you get from your kids after not seeing you for a couple days is magical yeah it's great you know because they are genuinely happy to see you there's no one that's going to be more happy to see you ever than your children right so hold on to that memory hold on to that because as soon as, you know, that moment is over, it's like a thousand questions, a thousand stories. And it does not stop until you put them in bed. And then, yeah. Quiet. And it's like after driving for five and a half hours, yeah. you kind of want to mellow out for a little bit. 45 minutes was not enough. But I got them. I, I picked them up close enough to bedtime that, you know, we just, you know, got them something to eat gave them a quick bath, put them in bed. And then, you know, I was able to sort of wind down. So it was just like a little pause in the, in the, uh, in the piece, but they, they don't care about full throttle. How do you feel dad? They don't, they don't care about that. It's like, what do I need? They go, they go full throttle, baby. Absolutely. You know, for the the rest of my check-in, I just wanted to say, uh, I wanted to say thank you guys. And I also wanted to congratulate you guys on this 200th episode because 
you know, there's been moments where it's it's been hard to do this 200 times, where we've wanted to stop, where we wanted to take extended breaks, where we felt like we couldn't do this anymore, when we had to switch things up because, it, you know, some of you recall, you've been with us for a long time. We had to uh, switch up personnel, shall we say? And um, we kept it going. We, we had to transform. We had to reconfigure and we had to figure it out. And um, I just want to congratulate you two. I want to applaud you guys for sticking with it and continuing to make this show possible every week and for, you know, providing this entertainment for this audience. So happy 200 to you guys. Thank you, Alaric. Happy 200. Thank you, Alaric. That was wonderful. Beautiful. Well, now that we're talking about the t- this 200th episode, fuck, how did we get here? <laughs> what a journey, man. Like w- through COVID, through shakeups in personnel, through personal, tra- personal tra- issues, personal issues, tragedies. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're still here. We, we will, will be, be here, here forever. Get what I'm saying. Forever. Forever and ever. We will be here forever. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know, man. We kept pushing that product. You know what I'm saying? We got the dopest shit in the street. I don't know, man. Because there was definitely times I wanted to stop just because it was just it was getting a lot. We brought it back, you know, and and, and here we are at 200, man. I, I can't fucking believe it. I'm rambling. There's a point where each one of us wanted to quit. <laughs> I wanted to quit at least twice. Like, fuck, this, fuck this thing, right? Can I tell you yeah. that I wanted to quit after episode one was released? <laughs> I almost said, "Fuck this thing." He's and like, "I don't like the writing on the wall already." No, no, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell. Wait you a minute, is this is this a time when we were in the studio? We were in, in the, the lobby. Like this was this was our, our maybe our first or second recording, right? And we we recorded part of it was Third World Vagina. Yeah, I remember it was that. the other part that we that we weren't supposed to release, right? That got released, and it was cringe, like yeah. it was cringe. But we discussed it beforehand. We were like, let's not release this part. Let's edit yeah. that out and release the rest of it the day it drops. Here we go. First episode. Mm. And I'm like, why is this out in the world? <laughs> this is not supposed to be out in the world. We had no idea what we were doing. We were just talking shit like we did yeah. at the bar. And that's Man, not for everybody. Must... Right. Yeah. Yeah. We had, we had. Not for everybody. Rick, Rick very early on was like, no, I don't think that's too, that's too, that's too much. That's too hot for TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think my feeling has always been like, if somebody is uncomfortable with something being released, then let's just go with that as opposed to arguing, even though we do probably argue for a minute. But I think it always kind of falls on let's let's just let someone be comfortable with the product that's out rather than mm-hmm. them being uncomfortable yeah, and right. it not really moving the needle one way or the other. True that. I mean, I don't know if it was done intentionally or if it was done by accident. I was told it was done by accident and... But I think also that person was looking for controversy and that to be the driver. Mm. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because mm. I got a life. I got a, I got a business. I have mm. uh, people that I'm working with that may hear this. 
Mm-hmm. They don't need to know all. They don't need to know. I don't need to be that raw with it. You know, like we yeah. have to. I in my mind, I was like, we have to come to this thing. Like people are going to hear this. <laughs> you know, it's not just us mm-hmm. just talking shit in the bar. Like, yeah, these are facts. Ordered. You know, it, it I mean, we were recording at my place of work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> over there, we works right <laughs> at we works. So yeah, there. Was, I mean, I was at the point where I was like, I'm I'm not attaching my government name to this because right, <laughs> right. You L- never right. know what's going to happen. Yo, L was real shy in the mic. L was on some grunting and saying two words. L two word L, no doubt. Yep. <laughs> no. Uh huh. No, I'm saying because you you were a, a lot more reserved then than you are now. Let's be clear. Um, I think in I the was beginning filling out my position on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I definitely know that there was a, a, a pivot or a, a point of transition where I, I felt, OK, this is how I want to present on the mic when it mm-hmm. when it comes to us having dialogue about certain topics. OK. Um, and then, again, I'm probably in a space where I'm like, I'm at work. We're drinking. We're talking crazy on these microphones. And, you know, so I, my real life is butting against this whatever this is at the time in real time. And I'm trying to process that. Yeah. 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 Can you come into the office, please? Yeah. We got a little, we, we, we found a recording. Right. Here with your friends. And it was kind of crazy. Uh, (laughs) What's a third world vagina? Yeah. What's, what's that? What is that? (laughs) So, yeah. um, I find it fascinating because even though it's the three of us now, this really is, a communal and family type project, right? Because our families have to deal with our schedules, have to deal with what the things that we say on the microphone that might not have translated well. So we have to deal with that. And, you know, I I have family members who call or text me and it's like either y'all wilding or (laughs) mostly, no, you know, I don't get too many calls like y'all love that show other than I get maybe one or two. I always get commentary about, yo, what are y'all talking about? Y'all have no idea what y'all talking about. I can put money on that. Like, if we say something that doesn't fit what is either actual or factual or even close to reality, I'm definitely going to get some uh, feedback about that. Wow. But I, I, I like the fact that there is that type of engagement. I like the fact that the people who are listening to the show right now probably have, have not seen any type of promotion. Because our, our promotion game is weak. <laughs> it's weak sauce. It's our left hand. Right. <laughs> right. Well, we're but, still working on that left hand. We're trying to get right. But that speaks to the word of mouth game, though, that's happening mm-hmm. out there. So I'm, I'm always appreciative when I look at the numbers and they go, they're going up and the number of cities that we're hitting seems to be increasing and the uh, intensity in which uh, the streams are uh, happening in a certain location is, is just it's it's good to see it's um i'm appreciative because when we started this we had no idea what was going to happen and where we could go is probably much higher than where we are but and that does frustrate me truth be told but i do get centered in the fact that we are where we are and we have to appreciate that and respect the journey absolutely no doubt hey vin did you have a specific moment where you were about to throw in the towel no shit i didn't even answer that question i'm gonna uh answer after you Vin. you need to leave um 
There's so many uh, moments, I think. <laughs> now, I wouldn't say so many. I, I, there are just instances of just being angry and being like, fuck this bullshit. And I think one of the very first incidents, behind the scene incident, incidences that happened where there was like just overall, you know, clash. And when you get to that, you and, and it was over something stupid. And it was just a lot of, when you get to that, there was a lot of, you know, disrespect and just like not listening and shit like that. That shit got on my nerves. You know what I mean? And I was ready to be like, fuck this bullshit. Cause it wasn't worth it. It wasn't, it wasn't in fun anymore. It mm-hmm. just be, it's like we, we showing up, you know what I mean? And um, I'm just glad that, you know, we were able to move on and everything's going good now. I think, you know, the vibe is cool. It, this is a form of therapy for me. And uh, it gives me something to do on a Monday night or a Tuesday night, whenever we would decide to record. And, it just gives me a place to talk and, and just have a conversation with my friends. And, and that's every day, that's every Monday, you know what I'm saying? And that's a cool thing to have. It's a camaraderie. We've taken trips together and like had some of the best times of my life with you guys. So it's beyond 200 episodes. It's, it's a whole, it's a whole lifestyle. Like we have created a lifestyle that we have in our little bubble. But there's people all over the world that are doing the same thing we're doing in regards to like hanging out and shit like that, but we got a pot. We have a whole little universe and um, I just want to welcome people to it, man. And, and, and get on. And there's 200 episodes to listen. Good times, man. A lot you know, of fun Monday nights. You, you know, you, just going back to what you were saying about the behind the scenes static, right? The thing that was frustrating was as soon as the mics were hot, yeah. it was a whole different mm. story. Yeah. It was a whole different story. And that's the only reason why, I was ready to come back, ready to yeah. do more because yeah. what we were making was, was mm-hmm. to me was great entertainment. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, it was. Cause absolutely. Cause in my most frustrated times, I'll mess around and listen to the show just so I can see how well it went. And I start laughing and then I'm like, Oh, all right. <laughs> I'll do it one more week. <laughs> I'll quit next week. Later. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, and and there were a lot of pause moments as far as like, I hope this shit don't really get us in trouble. Like we did, we've, we crossed the line habitually several times. Well, I'll, I'll take credit for a lot of those line crossings. For sure. Yes. But there was, there was stuff that I, that I did. And then it, I made, I heard the edit and was like, fuck it. I'm going to go with it. And we'll sit back like, <laughs> Waiting with bated breath, like I hope this doesn't really go left. Mm. People get upset by by it, but some of the stuff that we've done is that we thought was going to surely destroy us. But first, <laughs> Willie Strings' first appearance, uh, talking about Billy Holiday. Oh, god. oh my god, the gay slave. Yes, and fuck truck on wheels. Kind of my kind of my 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 favorites. The bear character that was cool too. That yeah. was some funny shit. That, that, oh, the handy. bear. <laughs> bear bear continues uh what was it bobby the uh bobby bear, the bear hunter bear hunter yeah i love the first time we we got uh google and oh, uh, oh hey google yes and uh andrea uh, uh, uh ocasio-cortez <laughs> yeah we cannot forget basil hayden yeah. and basil hayden yeah, Basil Hayden was, but these were the these were the earlier days, and then also this is when we were going in the studio, and then COVID hit, right. yeah, and COVID changed the entire game, you know, yep. and it made us have to like, all right, we got to get in our own little bunkers, and we continue to record through COVID, and now a lot of shows we've seen a lot of shows that started with us that 
they're not recording anymore. These are they, facts. You know These what I'm are saying? facts. Or, and I still talk to a lot of them on IG. And this is something else that we need to congratulate ourselves for. Yeah. This is monumental. Longevity, yeah. 200. Most 200. don't make a quarter of what we've done. Yeah. Cats do 50 shows. Yeah, this is this is a rap, son. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm coming out on another album. You know what I'm saying? It's Lonely at the Top. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> a- <laughs> fucking flash on the four horsemen, nigga. <laughs> My <in> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I, I I agree. I think that is something for us to <laughs> be on our Snoop shit. I want to uh, congratulate and thank me and us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for getting us here because it's it is not easy. It is not easy mm-hmm. to be this consistent. Mm-hmm. over four plus years and mm-hmm. and keep the same consistency in terms of quality of right. the show and right. i think that's one of the things that i i'm happy that we strive for and i th- i think we've even scrapped a couple of shows because it didn't live up to what we thought yep. it should be yeah. so you know and had to re-record an- another day or another night so right. I, even, I i like that for us even our, our transition into what we were going to do during covid I think that was one of the shows that we scrapped. The first recording we did yeah. after trying to do it completely remotely mm-hmm. because our energy wasn't there. Yeah. But we didn't know how to find it yet. You know right. what I mean? Like we were used to being in the same room, just feeding off of each other's energy. And then all of a sudden we had to do it, you know, separate mm-hmm. and doing it through this screen. And like that, I think that's when we started doing the pre-production meetings like the day before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get our minds around the idea. And that that really worked. I think that that helped to turn it around. And I then also the lives, the lives as well. Lives, kind of turned yeah. yeah, the lives. When we did the lives, it kind of like opened us up to the whole YouTube landscape and live videos and all that other stuff. I think when that happened, we just we we became I, more comfortable with it. You know, I got to put Alaric on the spot. He did not want to do the lives. You're right. I was afraid of the lives. I was afraid of the lives. Then when I got tired of doing the lives, he was like, well, you want to stop doing the lives? <laughs> <laughs> because then it, it was it was fun. Like I, I you know what I was afraid of, right? We cut out quite a bit mm. sometimes to make sure that you know we sort of protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. So going live is like it's and, all out there. Yeah. And, and we were doing it after drinking. Right. Doing the right. first show and then right. drinking into the live and already be, as they say, that two sheets of the nice. wind. That was two sheets nice. of the wind, right? And yeah, that's when it got crazy. That's when it got crazy. I do miss the lives now. We do need to talk about that for the fall. What say we're people? Should we come back, back with the live? Come we, on, we're gonna, we're gonna, send, send some love. We're not going to do it after we record anymore. I think we should do it like nah. at an earlier time so that we can catch people, not do it. At, we're doing it at like midnight. It was like 11. It was coming yeah. on 11, yeah. 10, 30, 11 o'clock sometimes. On a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> on a Monday. <laughs> and we still had people listening. People was watching, though. People, yeah, and people I think we did Thursday at some point. And people, look, people were literally logging off like I'm going to sleep. Talk to y'all guys <laughs> later. Yeah, people would be like, yo, y'all need to pick another day. I got work tomorrow. But it was uh it was fun. It was fun. Throwback time. 
Have you found yourself with no place to lay your head? Don Juan Hopper, tell me what I gotta do. Are all the hotels booked up in your area? I can't believe this, baby. There's no hotels. Where we gonna go? Did you just meet a shorty at the local bar and have no idea where you're going after? Plus, are you really gonna take that bitch back to your crib? Listen, mama, don't get upset, but I can't have your greasy ass at my house. <laughs> Were you a church girl who never had the experience of having her back blown out in the back seat? I heard about this one spot. Don't get crazy. I'm going to really fuck you hard in this backseat of this truck right now, okay? My balls are going to be slapping your clitoris when I'm fucking you from the back. Are you ready for that, mama? Truck on wheels. I can't believe it. 1-800-FUCK-TRUCK-ON-WHEELS. Leave the last W off for savings or something like that. It's the last S. Whatever. I'm fucking in the truck, nigga, like, and I'm charging my Android phone. We've just recently added Range Rovers. Yukons and other large truck vehicles to our selection. What? Economy Nissan fits. If That's what need, I'm fucking midgets, yo. If you need a fuck truck pool <laughs> and you don't mind other people fucking in your car, order a fuck truck pool. That's kind of crazy because like I, I was in a pool one time and it was like me, my girlfriend, this guy and this other girl and the girl kept looking at me. Next thing I know, you know, I was fucking the both of them. Kick that other nigga out. <laughs> he got out first. For our adventurous customers, try fuck truck pool. It's crazy in the pool, baby. Fuck truck on wheels. Maybe not, maybe not a- for any STDs <laughs> or anything else that you might acquire while in the truck. Fuck responsibly. <laughs> Fuck truck on wheels. My podcast is so cool. What? What? Who is this? It's me, your self-respect. Okay. You do realize that you sound like a complete fucking amateur, right? Do you really think that? Yeah, everyone's going to love that choppy editing. It's not that bad. And don't even get me started on that shitty mastering. Oh gosh, what should I do? Go to www.sounddesign.pro and get a professional fucking service. Now. So Leon, you didn't, I don't think you got to tell us your fuck this place moment. (laughs) To be honest, there were quite a few. Like there was a lot. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, I mean, the one where you were, you you really packed your bags and you were about to hit the door, because I know it there probably was, was around. It was it was around the time when we were a foursome, and it was like the energy was way off, and we weren't really moving in a space where we were trying to elevate the brand. It was just kind of we were being lethargic, and nobody was really being active in you know doing the things that needed to be done to the business side of the show wasn't being managed well. And that was because we really hadn't established or reestablished what the goals were and what everybody wanted out of this. And I just remember thinking, um, I feel like we're putting in way too much effort and it's not moving anywhere. And we're just kind of plateaued. But that, that was one of the things that aside from me being angry about what was being said around that time. But one of the things that helps me kind of maintain my sanity, particularly around the show, because quite often I do think, just like a passing thought, it's like somebody whispers in my ear, fuck that show. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the wind. It's like, nah, babe, fuck that show. But what what I do love about this dynamic, the three of us now, is that we will talk. We will 
try to figure out what's going on. And I can say if I'm frustrated, I can say if I'm overwhelmed. Vin clearly can say if he's frustrated and overwhelmed and will right. not hesitate in letting us know. And I think the same thing for you is like, I got to, I got to check out. I'm, I'm dealing with some other stuff. And so I think that helps me at least manage my expectations of what everybody's contribution can be in a period of time. Right. And that part I think is super healthy about what we do. Right. Which even though I'm, I might have a moment where, and th- the moment really is coming from the outside pressures of everything else I have to do. Cause right. if it was, if it was just a show or if it was just a, a, one other thing, then it wouldn't be a problem. But because we're adulting out here and we got to manage family and we got to manage kids and we got to manage households and all and health and all this other stuff, then it becomes, all right, if something has to go, what is it going to be? Right. And the immediate thought is, oh, this thing that you're having fun with. But if you take a, a, a step or another breath or breather, the thought then becomes, well, it can't be that because that's the thing that right. helps me able to be able to deal with the other things. Right, right, right. right. So, um, yeah, like I said, it, it's a constant thought. But I think that's me trying to deprive myself of something that actually is enjoyable because I have all these other pressures on me. Yeah. Mm. Wow. That, that definitely resonates. And I, and I don't think that was as clear to me until COVID hit because it was the thing that kept me sane. It was the thing that, that I had a weekly appointment with my boys to just talk, to just drink, have a drink, even though I'm in this room, I'm seeing yeah. y'all. I'm part, we're 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 having a conversation. We're yeah. sharing, and that's really the thing that kind of solidified how important this was. Just in just in terms of of, of being re- able to relate to other people, mm. and um and then when we get the audience, you know, we get their interactions with us, and now we know that people are listening and they're paying attention and they're and they're hearing us and they want to hear more. You know, it's sort of encouraging to to keep this thing going, man. Um, I, I, I really love doing it. I think one of the biggest encour- encouragements is when you talk to someone who listens to the show, like your brother in law, right? Hmm. I don't want to say his name. When we had that conversation at the at the bar, at the um, cigar bar, and we're talking about the show and 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 what I said on the show and how how it made him feel and stuff like that, like. When you start to hear that type of stuff, mm. that shit is real. Like you realize that this shit is doing something. And and it's a moment that you have. And I know I've had many moments where it's just like, I can't keep this under a wrap and just right. continue to do the show and act like nothing's wrong. Like life is lifing right now. So that, <laughs> pull that up a chair. You know? That conversation that we had about fathers and sons touched quite a few people. I heard yeah. from quite a few people yeah. about that show because it was a conversation that hasn't happened a lot. Yeah, no doubt. And and we were, I think we, you know, we, we, you, you especially were yeah. being very vulnerable in that conversation. Mm. And yeah. I think it made a lot of people feel like they're not alone. You know what I mean? Like they, they want to join in in that conversation and they want to share their stories. Yeah. So, you know, that, that means that we did what we were supposed to do with that. Yeah. Guys. And that's a challenge like on these yeah. blocks, right? We, we do want to be funny and humorous mm-hmm. and share some of our inside jokes, but the goal is to be real yeah, and connect on a human level. Yeah. So when we, when we do that, I I'm, I'm always shocked when I listen to, when I listen to the replays of how vulnerable we can get on these microphones. And I was talking to a friend of mine who listens to the show and she was like, yo, y'all keep it 
100 funky like and that that was reassuring to hear from her mm-hmm. because we don't talk often matter of fact i don't think the last time i talked to her was like a year ago mm-hmm. and but she listens to the show she shares the show with other people and she's like you're not listening to this and i love how she said she she, she says she introduces it to people like Wait, you're not listening to this show as if <laughs> <laughs> like she's up on something that you right, right, you right, right. Up on, like, but she's really. a PR person, so yeah, I know that's yeah. how she's phrasing it that yeah. way. But, but yeah, but it's it's dope how people engage with the show and engage with us, and I hope they continue to take away that we we are not here trying to front. That's not to say we're giving you a hundred percent of what's happening. Obviously, we don't even tell the names of our loved ones. Mm-hmm. But we think those things should be kept private and, and uh, sacred to us. But the other things that we continue to that we do share, we want you all to know that it continues to come from an honest place. For sure. No for sure. And especially when the arguments do arise, those are very real arguments. Those are not manufactured. <laughs> no, no, this is not. Nigga, this is not, this is not basketball wives. This is not this is not reality TV. Yeah, this is not reality TV. Yeah. There, there have been points where, um, uh, specifically, Leon and I have gone <laughs> back and forth, and sometimes I've listened back to the show and I'm like, "Wait, we are saying almost the same thing," but then there's other exactly. times we're saying exact opposite. And then yeah. it's and, like, but then you have to factor in the whiskey, so you know. Oh, for sure, for sure. Once you start drinking that, that turns everything, you know, to a your argument. You can say the same thing, but you're not even hearing motherfuckers. You just, yeah. you got to talk. All right. Just to wrap up this segment, I'm going to raise a glass with you guys. Yes, sir. Pour myself a glass of Basil Hayden. Basil Hayden. When I started working with you guys in the first couple of episodes, I, I realized that my whiskey and, and its racist, you know, its oh. racist background and origin <laughs> was, was hurtful to some people. But now I know in Florida, we won't even hear that story. So raise your glass up to Basil Hayden and DeSantis for getting rid of anything black history. I don't want to hear it. Oh, it makes me feel uncomfortable. So my whiskey sorry and slave tears will not be heard. Thank you, Jesus, in Florida. Basil Hayden out. Merch drop. What's up, y'all? We need y'all to support this podcast. Pick yourself up a T-shirt. Pick yourself up a hoodie. They're soft, they're poly-tri-blend, luxurious, warm, they're furry on the inside. They're really plush. You can sleep in them. Your wife can sleep in it. Your daughter can steal it, and she can sleep in it. Go over to Decoding40Pod.com and get yourself a t-shirt, hoodie, whatever you like. Decoding40Pod.com As we celebrate our 200th episode, there's a lot of... I don't want to. It's not just podcasts. No, but there's a lot of people with microphones and a lot of opinions out there. Right. Do you think it's reached its apex? Do you think it's it's now too many people? This, do you think we're hearing too many opinions now? Like, do all of these opinions matter? No, all, all opinions don't matter. Absolutely not. <laughs> and I think the microphones are too inexpensive. I think. <laughs> it's similar to my argument about plane tickets you gotta raise you gotta raise the entry level wow. in order to prevent all of these people from getting behind these microphones right and i was saying earlier i can't even enjoy instagram at this point because no. as i'm scrolling inevitably there's going to be someone who says some stupidness that is not backed 
by anything other than their dumb opinion. Yeah. And it's and it's the like opinion they it, got from another uh, right Instagram post, by the way. And it would be almost OK if you have a stupid opinion and you frame it as it's your opinion. Right. But they don't frame it that way. They no. frame it as this is a fact. <laughs> I know this to be true. My and sister, if you don't brothers, believe cousins, it, mother's brother told me that shit. They don't even credit anybody else. <laughs> they are the gatekeepers of this information that only a few people are privy to. And I, I, I can't tolerate it. It's, it's, sovereign citizens. They are sovereign citizens of the internet <laughs> and social media. It, it is, and I, the part, and and you, we've talked about this before. But the the ones that re, the relationship gurus, literally, just kill my brain cells. I don't even know if these people have actually been in a committed relationship. I think they are watching rom-coms and basing their studies off of Hitch. Like it, it is a horrible sort of ecosystem or echo chamber, even better, of, of people who are speaking about topics that they clearly have very little intimate knowledge with. I think even if some of them are in relationships, they either don't reflect the shit that they're talking. Right. Or that woman's being abused in some way. Same thing with me. Like I, I think once Kevin Samuels died, he opened up the gates of hell because all of, <laughs> all of his spawn <laughs> have erupted onto IG. And uh, yeah, I guess nobody tried to topple him while he was still here, but now he died <laughs> and like he was like a, this the sacrifice to the alpha male gods. So I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it's Kevin Samuels is a perfect example, right? Like of what did he call uh high value men or whatever? Right. Which, and apparently he died having sex with a, a overweight white chick. Is that was she a stripper or something? Yeah. Like who is your God? But he was advising women how to get men that he worked for, not men like him. <laughs> that's the funniest part that's, that's like funny. the maitre d at a fancy restaurant right giving you shit are you right. trying to say that this nigga was la ling from fucking carlito's way he was the dude he was the greeter and now he's yeah. in a wheelchair remember that the character yeah wow yeah. that was a deep reference but yes yeah i know i go there sometimes yeah this dude was the <laughs> greeter <laughs> He was yeah. the greeter. He was the La Ling. <laughs> he, 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 he wasn't. The, uh, he was a deadbeat dad, right? Wasn't he? <laughs> right. Divorced, right. Divorced, I think, twice. Twice, no? I think so, yes. Okay. And th I'm sure it was the women's fault. Absolutely, because he's a high-value man, and they couldn't right. get it. Well, well, he stood next to the high-value man. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't think he... <laughs> By proxy. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't think he was... I don't think he was wealthy. He wasn't a wealthy guy. He wasn't broke. I don't think well, he was broke. I think he started making money with his YouTube shit, but I don't think he was a right, wealthy possibly. guy. Uh, he wasn't. He, my, my thing is, he wasn't broke. He wasn't wealthy in the, in the standards of celebrity. No, I don't think he was there at this point. Well, celebrity doesn't mean wealth. Well, this is true. It means a lot of people know who you are. Yeah, this is true. This is definitely true. So I, I don't. I don't think he's. A I don't know, guy. man. I I I want to say maybe a million. I think he might have been up to there. Really? No. What makes you th say that? Speculation because of the YouTube and all the, other <laughs> the you, oh, no, I'm saying all right. all the YouTube. Take this Negro's mic. This is the first mic we taken back. Uh, just pure speculation. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck you. I'm saying the YouTube in itself was generating shit for him. Yeah, but so now I'm gonna listen to this show and be like, this I, nigga. 
how many streams did he get? What does he get? What's his cut from from YouTube? I don't know. What kind of classes was he selling? Was he selling? Was he selling tapes? I don't know. Probably DVDs. (laughs) DVDs. (laughs) The the Kevin Samuels system. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's essentially what he did. You too can have a high value man. He was the Carlton Sheets of of romance. Yeah. But Uh, I I think that there is a a definitely a, um, it's a lot out there right now. It's a lot of divisive type of podcast being promoted right now being pushed out there to kind of just keep this this battle of the sexist thing going because it generates money somehow you know what i mean and, and and they only allow things to happen when it generates money it particularly annoys me when it's black woman against black man yeah mm. that particularly yeah annoys me we are what we have so how how are we going to shit on each other saying that you're not in you're not enough but we need each other. But right. you know we gotta, what? We got to be together to survive. But Continue we, we, to survive. We're also victims of brainwashing because the system's got us thinking that we need a certain we need a certain dollar amount, and we need certain items in our lives in our lives that that equals some sort of worth in the eye of high value woman or whatever, and high mm-hmm. value man. It's just like little stupid shit like that. Oh, if you don't have this type of vehicle, or if you don't live here, or you don't have this type of property or this type of real estate or this type of money in my bank. If you're not buying me fifteen thousand dollar purses, then you know you ain't shit. That that agenda, and then you have the on the opposite side. You know all these all these women ain't shit. And while they exist, they don't exist on the on the levels that we are being led to perceive to believe. They want you to believe that every woman and every man is acting like this now. That's why motherfuckers be in the club, look at mean mugging each other. They want to talk to these chicks. It comes down to not every man is a monolith and not every woman is a monolith. <laughs> exactly. You know what's exactly. funny is I saw a video today this woman posted of her talk, she was talking to her 90-year-old grandfather, right? No, oh, Jesus. And she asked his opinion about going 50-50 with a woman on the bills. Asked him if if him and his grand him and his grandma her grandma went 50-50 on the bills and he was like 50-50. No, I took care of everything in the house. I took care of the, the house and then I handed over the money to her for the bills and the nah, nah, nah. and yeah, she had a little job and but her money went to buy things for herself. And I was like, Well, yeah, when he was young, a house cost four thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he made six thousand dollars a year. And the mortgage and the mortgage was was twenty five dollars a year a, a month. <laughs> yeah, uh, of course. It was a it was possible then, but what the generations that came after you did was make it impossible mm-hmm. for this generation to make, for that to, to be the, the the middle that for that to be middle class. The middle class had a chance then. They have no chance to do that now. Right. That's crazy. And the expectations of roles were different, right? So men and women were sort of conditioned that men would be the breadwinner. And women would be the housekeeper. Right. And as those roles started to evolve, I think the expectation of how people navigate their relationship should evolve. The thing that strikes me as so problematic with what happens on social media is how two people in a relationship decide to be together and how that relationship exists is unique to those two people and can't always be extrapolated to other people around the globe or in the society or in a city or in a neighborhood. 
So what you what you do or what happens in your relationship, it's probably not a great idea to go on a microphone or get in front of a camera and say, based on this, all men or all women should do this or all men or all women are like this. And that's the part that I think, if anything, I hope we can somehow put a dent in and understand that conversations always have to be had. And it's you can have preconceived notions, but you have to leave space for evolution of thought. Otherwise, you're a freaking rock. How do you ever how, how do you ever achieve happiness? How do you ever feel happiness if you're never satisfied with where you are? You know what I mean? Like if you're if you can't look around and appreciate what you have, that doesn't mean that that, that inhibits your ambitions. But you have to look at what you have and say, this is good. Mm. This to is ever feel happy, if you're always feeling like I you am lacking, gratitude. I don't have enough, you're never going to be happy. No gratitude. Exactly. But gratitude is, is not as is not as easy to come by as a lot of people think it is. In but it's not cases. celebrated in this culture. Not nah, because everybody's trying to get to the next level. Nigga, it's everybody trying to fight the big boss. I want to be a baller. I, mm. I need a fucking Rolls Royce truck for $700,000, a million dollars a month. That's what the fuck I need because that's what they that's told the me. Other- that's G unit, nigga. That's, it's, it's all of that. That's the other evil of IG and Facebook. Yeah. Motherfuckers that have you believe in, they are the baller of all ballers. And they taking a picture. They, they think you, you think you, he's taking a picture looking inside of a lead jet, nigga. He's looking outside of a toilet bowl. It's <laughs> just a close up. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, Bowers got you looking. They have you, they'll have you out there trying to go crazy, trying to compete with these these people. This is a fact, and I think it just came out. I was watching a video, uh, Glorilla through her, uh, I think it was Christian Dior glasses out in the crowd, and the fan caught it. Then her stylist and bodyguard come out to get the glasses back because they were rented. And everybody was like, oh, you broke because oh, wow. you, you're renting. You're... No, this is the game. That is a costume. Yeah. Then why are you throwing it out? Then you need to, do you know what you need to do? Like She between... got caught up. But I'm, what I'm saying is the people who are seeing her wear all this stuff are thinking that, oh, she's got it made. I think, oh, the other thing, it, I don't know, it must have been Glorilla in my algorithm because uh, Yo Gotti bought her Maybach. So the funny thing, the comments were like, great going. Your money paid for that, but <laughs> your label took your earnings and paid, bought you a Maybach. Mm. Like this, this is, we're in a weird game of perception and illusion. Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah, it's bananas it's and pajamas out here right now. It's all an illusion. Throwback time! Was there another mass shooting today? Oh, what boy. the fuck? I feel really? like we're in an episode of G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and Cobra Commander is... Destro. <laughs> we must take all the vaccines. <laughs> G.I. Joe will never win against Cobra Commander. <laughs> Cobra Commander, you must understand that the Joes, if they get the vaccine. Play to me, the Destro. Stop acting like a bitch. <laughs> you always a bitch. <laughs> Where is Scarlet at? Tell Scarlet to come to my chambers. (laughs) Cobra Commander wants to eat some ass. (laughs) 
love of money. So here's the offer. For $10 million, would you give full access no. of your lifetime porn search history to your entire family? Hell no. Here's the bonus. Hold on, hold on. Here's the bonus. $10 million. And every time someone checks on your search, you get an additional $10,000. You mean the this history or current? Your, your entire porn search history. Oh, absolutely, absolutely not. Okay, so, so this absolutely. is. Let me let me not finish. Not. Okay, this you're, is, you're done, sir. You're done. <laughs> so, you, no, no, you don't want this money. No, no, no ten million. No, take it back. It's okay. not worth it. Because then, I'm, how many people I'm not going to talk to anymore? Right. I don't have to explain all these searches. <laughs> I don't know how to hold time. I don't know how to hold time. I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Uh, well, so if if there was if you guys were even entertaining that, I was going to add to it that you're at the at the, at their appropriate age, your children would also have access oh, to this no. search history. No, um, I mean that that no, sir. I put myself out of the game with that, but I just wanted to see where you were willing to go. Wait, you you would have accepted the first no, set of no. terms? Oh, okay. Uh, wait. Uh, no, 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 not knowing that my children would have access to it. That, no, no, no. Too- so, I mean, I'm, wait, I want to be clear. So the first part of your question, you would have taken the 10 million. Well, no, I was just clarifying that your children would also be part oh, of the got family it, got it, got it. that has but, access but to if it that's not included, an appropriate age. If that's not included, you would have taken the 10 million. I mean, because some of that stuff is probably because of obscenity laws, you probably can't even find anymore so but let's say they can't find it wow you should that that probably wasn't a good disclaimer yeah really I, like I what? Like, that disclaimer was really wilding the fuck out right <laughs> that's a type of disclaimer you're like you don't even want to shake yeah. dude hand anymore you're like yo let me just get a fist bump hey, no, I mean, this like, shit is illegal in the whole world <laughs> <laughs> this shit is interplanetary and interstellar illegal nah B. no I mean like you can't find two girls one cup. Like that's all. Well, you can still find it. Can you? I think so. We, I well, last time we talked about it, I found it. Look, man. Oh, I don't know. As an example, that yeah, those are those are much harder to find. Right. So, yeah. so you would not. Okay. Uh, assuming everything in your history could be found. Yes. Would you or would you not take the ten million? The thing that knocks me out is. The ch- my children. No, no, I'm saying no. Your children. Keeping that aside as well. If, if if they never had access and it was just right, 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 right. People who are currently adults today. Yeah. Right. My entire family. Yes. Including my uncles. Yes. Aunts, extended my, family, yes. cousins, anybody who's alive. My wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, son. Uh, I'm gonna take the ten million. If my kids really? are excluded, I'm going to take the $10 million. All right. You, so let me expand this for you. What about your neighbors now get to see it? And I don't get to explain. You don't get to explain. Well, they're not going to be my neighbors for long once I get this $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm out here. Where, wherever you're moving to, your neighbor's probably going to be more depraved than you are. Right. That's true. Too. Well, look, I, yeah, I'm just going to move to Sarasota, Florida. With- Florida? Yeah. Why? Because that's where all the other degenerates live. Oh, okay. So what are they going to say against me? Like, look. No, I just, you know, the whole the whole race education thing is still oh, tearing yeah. me up. 
Um, I'll bust in my, uh, I'll fly in my teachers and my children. I dog, you said I'll bust in my teachers. <laughs> I did. <laughs> That's I've been busted wild. from from Georgia. Wow. <laughs> no, I, I it, it, the thing is like, okay, <laughs> if my children are in, included in this equation, uh, probably ten million is not enough for the therapy. So, got it. Wash, but it's the bonus because. Every time somebody goes to look at what you looked at, you get a, an additional $10,000. That's the bonus. This residuals. I don't know. I That's an interesting question, though. I, but we should know pose what? that. You know, you know how, you know, when you take, you, you take a yes, you, when you go, I'm going to take a yes on that dog. When you say yes to that, when you're ready to live alone. like that is an option for you like you're you're like you know what i think that i'm willing to completely start my life over again tomorrow because Mm. that's basically what's going to happen when they look at your porn history well i I mean okay now the more the more the more and more we talk about this we Like, do I get that in fifty and twenties or no? But I'm, I'm saying, what (laughs) what is that on a card? A debit? What is your family going to actually say? My family. They're not going to say it. They're not going to mention it. Right. That's what I'm like. They're not going to mention it. They're going to What look. embarrassment are you actually going to have other than them knowing what you previously searched? And that's even if they, that's even if they look to see what I searched. And oh, you said you're giving them the option that they could or could not look. It, they just, yeah. it would be available to them. It's available I got to you. them. And if they did look, you get a, t- you get $10,000 bonus. What if they look again? You get another 10,000. Every link that they click on, you get ten grand. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Wait, every link they get, you get ten grand. Every link that they look at, you get ten grand. And you didn't set any rules about not letting people know in advance. Look, there's going to be some real wild shit. No, no, no. Of out. course you can't do that. Of course what? you can't do that. Come on, man. You ain't set the. Rules I don't know, out. man. I might have to reconsider. No, this. you can't do that. You just, you just, you just. He said, but every sip of beer. Happens. Yeah, I know. With every sip of whiskey, you start to think, you know what? I don't need family. family's overrated it's overrated i mean i'm saying though but 10 million is the base and you just (laughs) and every time and every time someone looks just shit you get like an alert on your phone (laughs) 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 but they do get your exact search terms they do get to see your exact whatever man yeah you know what? I'm I'm going for you this. You hate me now. It's the if you said my kids would be of age. The, yeah. It, well, okay. So the full the full story. Once they get of age, they also have access, and that and that's when I'm kind of like. Ah. I think this is the first one that I said I would actually do. Yeah. It, well, if you, let's say let, if we take my kids out of the equation, yes, for sure, I would do it. Wow. Yeah, I, I would do it. I don't care either way. Yeah. They're old enough. Yeah, my, they're my probably a searching yeah. more shit, more depraved shit than I am. Yeah, my mom. Sorry. Hey, first of all, my mom's not gonna click on it. Jesus Christ! What is Ricky? <laughs> <laughs> Ricky! <laughs> I saw this. What are you doing, Ricky? <laughs> What is um, it? Guys? He's not gonna click on it, but the search term is yeah. gonna yeah. What is that? Yeah. What does that mean? She doesn't even know what that means. No. She what doesn't. does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think this is the first one 
All right, finally, I win one. You're clicking. You're taking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking it. All right, take the money. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'd have to be ready to maybe not speak to some family members. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Well, $10 million dollars seems like a lot of money, though. I mean, for right now, right now, I take it in a minute. Because you know, <laughs> click away, people. Click away. Yeah, you got to get. Listen, the more clicks, I'd be selling my shit. <laughs> I would send them email reminders. Yeah, <laughs> click this link. Good looking at on this. <laughs> Have you clicked on this? Yeah. All right. Well, look, you can you can contact us and tell us what you would do in that scenario where you could have your entire porn search history available to your family mm-hmm. for ten million dollars. Tell us what you would do and give us a call. At 619-940-4040. Send us a text. And if you don't want to leave a message, you don't want a uh, paper trail. We would love, we would love some some happy 200th episode messages. I think we would love that. Send us a yeah. text. Send us a message. Yeah, man. Would you like, like, would you like to host? No, I'm just saying. I'm just adding. I'm helping you out. I'm helping out Ike. I, well, you no, you cut me off, actually. That's <laughs> <laughs> what, what, you, what you're doing, actually. What are you doing? What the fuck is your problem? Uh, yeah. So send us an email at uh, decoding40 at gmail.com. And as Vinny has mentioned, <laughs> sending us some happy 200th episode messages would be Yay. much appreciated. So send them out. We'll try to include them in our, our next podcast. We want to hear your voices and let us know how much you appreciate the show because we appreciate you. We appreciate you showing up every week and listening to the show and downloading it, subscribing. If you haven't subscribed, it's a great time to do it. Go back and listen to some old episodes just to remind yourself of why you keep coming back here every week to listening to Decoding 40. Any departing words? Stop going to Lake Lanier. It doesn't like you. Two, go watch They Clone Tyrone. And three, rest in peace to Pee Wee Herman. Oh, yeah. Pee Wee died? Sinead O'Connor. Oh, and Sinead O'Connor, for sure. Pee Wee died and Sinead O'Connor? I saw Sinead O'Connor. I know she was, I think she was dead. Pee Wee died. What happened? I didn't, I didn't read the details. I just saw the headline that he had died today. 70 died today. Did he take a fall in his his playhouse? Too soon. <laughs> Did you just die, man? Like, just damn it, man! Can you at least give it a week? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh shout out to uh, <laughs> Senator uh, Mitch. <laughs> oh, blank stare. Did that nigga have a stroke or what? <laughs> Yo, McConnell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I posted a meme today. Is that this edible ain't shit? Forty-five minutes later. Oh my god! Yo, he pulled. He must have had an edible. Someone gave him a fucking uh, punch bar. No, he probably had a stroke right on uh, on site. Mm. He probably shit himself. Is, is there something else you want to say to the press? <laughs> Mr. McConnell. <laughs> well, well, I think I think I just shit myself. Oh. One minute I was talking and the next minute I stopped talking and I think I shit myself. <laughs> oh, he was trying to focus all his attention on not shitting yeah. his pants. I hey. think I'm go I, I think I'm gonna sh- Shit myself. <laughs> Fucking bitch McConnell. Oh, bitch McConnell. Tears to my eyes. Vin, 
What you got, bro? Thanks for supporting us over these 200 episodes. Uh, it really means a lot to us. It really means a lot when we touch you guys' hearts and, you know, you feel you, you become a part of the show, man. You guys are you guys are great fans and we love you guys. Keep listening. And we need to get it back. So, uh, you know, make sure you go to decodingforty-pod.com and get some T-shirts and help us out. And we're trying to win. And we got a winning formula. And I love you guys. And that's it. Thanks, everybody. We will be here forever. Do you understand? Forever. Forever and ever and ever and ever. We will be here forever. Do you understand that? Get what I'm saying. Forever. How many real hip-hop is in the place right about now? Thank you for listening to Decoding 40.